Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Life is full of awesome what-ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. This is Paul Hawksby. And Charlie Baker. And this is the H&J Daily, some of the best bits of this afternoon's show. What a wonderful afternoon, Paul. Yeah, we can. We had a great time. We did. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. I'm not saying everything went as smoothly as maybe it could have done. Listen. But that doesn't matter. We we plugged the holes in the sinking ship. This is live radio. It is, mate. Anything can happen. And indeed did at points. We spoke to a bloke about pasties. We did. Uh, We spoke to an MP about pasties. Yeah, can only be good. And uh, there was a kind of little inter-West Country war between you and him, a Cornishman. We let it it ride. It was under the surface, but we we all heard it. Uh, but it was competitive pasty making, so yeah. we thought that was sports. Yeah. Uh, we also sp- spoke to a guy called Rob Ryle. He uh, is the goalkeeping coach for uh, Bulldog Town. Bulldog Town. Bostock? Bulldog Town FC. And uh, he was defecated on by a pigeon. He was. Uh, he was. At some point during the game. But is that lucky? Uh, apparently the Turks say it is. And he had a lovely story about uh, t- bringing himself on for a penalty. Yeah, you'll hear that as well. So he was on good form. And we had a chat about various things, including one of the stars of the weekend's football, our old mate, Sarcastic Ball Boy. <laughs> Sarcastic he Ball Boy. He featured. He'd have enjoyed today. He certainly would have done. Yeah, he should have been outside <laughs> clapping us out. Well done, lads. Great show. Uh, OK, here it all is. <laughs> Did you watch Escape to the Chateau at all, Paul? Have you ever seen that Do you know program? what, Charlie? I've never, <laughs> never no, seen I've, I've, it. Escape to the Chateau. No, it's like a DIY program. Yeah. And uh, they live in France in a chateau. And they Is this old Dick Strawbridge? Dick Strawbridge. I've, I've seen it a couple Dick of times. Yeah, yeah. You know. yeah. um, and uh, they, they, they've just planted well, like truffle for, trees. Oh, truffle trees. Truffle yeah. trees. And you know, dogs find truffles. They really? And they've trained dogs in France to find truffles. Oh. Ten kilos of truffles. Ten grand. Wow, that's worth getting a dog for, isn't it? Get a dog yeah. I've my TV format, pull up the strawbridge. Well, oh, you basically chuck dick down a well. Yeah. And it's uh, a celebrity's race against the clock to get him yeah. out. I've got a format, but I can't tell you the name of it because we'll get dumped again after okay. last week's <laughs> yeah, r- after last week's Rude Street yeah. names. Lethal Charlie Baker has <laughs> been allowed back in. Well, what a weekend's football it was. Oh. Um, now, uh, I don't know if a lot of comedians do this. We'll come on uh, the big football stories with uh, Motti a little bit later on. Yeah. But when you were, you had, you were working in Nottingham this weekend. You're, in Nottingham, uh, you're yeah. a stand-up comedian, travelling the country. And I know you've done this before. So if you've got a bit of time in your hands, pre you get there early doors. Yeah. You take in a game. Well, it's, not, it's not even that really. Um, when you're a, when you're on the road a lot. Yeah. You know, it's what. Uh, and I work at night. I don't work in the day. I work at night. Um, rather than just sit in your hotel room and get miserable, or get drunk, one of the two. <laughs> <laughs> so you ruined for the evening. I go. Out, I, I always find a whatever game is closest. Yeah. But be it non-league, be it whatever league we're in, you know. So if I'm in Manchester, I'll sometimes go to the big game, but sometimes I go to Bury or Oldham, you know, yeah. try and tick off the 92, basically. Okay. So Saturday, I went to Notts County. Notts County were at home, hmm. the bottom of the League Two clash with Port Vale. Yeah. God, it was boring, Paul. Was it a bad game? Oh, gosh. 
What was it? Really just, boring. Not much happened. Poor quality. What no, was the problem? Just, just, just nothing. <laughs> just nothing going on. Which is fine. If you're invested, this is the thing. If you're emotionally yeah. invested in yeah. one of the teams, then of it course. will have been like a really hard fought yeah. draw. But if you're there just as a ground hopper or a, or watching with no yeah, emotional no, investment, skin in the then, game. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't great. Although I mean, Notts County and Port Vale both having ownership problems there, you know, yeah. and uh, and you, they're both fighting for their lives. Two big clubs, classic big clubs. You know, Notts County is the oldest club in the world. You said. You know, uh, about prob- probably about to go down to the conference. That ground yeah. in the conference, it's going to be unbelievable. If their Solly Hull Moors look like they're going up from, yeah. the, from the National League, uh, from the National What's League into like? the league, they had 957 people on Saturday. Wow. Yeah, Saturday night. How, did, yeah. Uh, not, how many did Notts County have? Do you know who was there? Today's official No, attend? but the half the half time draw, which at Talker United is normally four hundred quid, yeah, was three and a half thousand quid. Blimey! So they must have had a few there. So uh, if some but, solid yeah. Notts County fans, because Charlie said to me earlier on, I tell you what, Notts County are going to have the best ground in the conference. <laughs> yeah, like, that's, like that was going to make you feel yeah. better. Like yeah. you can puff out your chest next season. But it's always I always I recommend if you're ever anywhere and you've got a day an afternoon to kill, and yeah, you always go to the the local game it's always it's always good fun. if you've if you've taken i was i was somewhere i was somewhere and i took in a game wherever mm. it was you thought you know i'm here i've got a bit of time on my hands i found myself in the uh, very late 80s just the cusp of the 80s into the 90s um work i was in oldham oh, and yeah. um how much what, to oldham yeah well that's, i didn't get the bus <laughs> i was desperate i mean they imagine the old bus conductor or yeah, driver would yeah. have said yeah like that's the first time <laughs> i've heard that mate. It's not my first get rodeo. Off, get off and walk and it was raining it's actually pouring with rain it was um, Oldham Athletic versus Birmingham City. And Oldham, mm. that sort of era, had some good little players. Yeah. I also had the, the, I think the last knockings of that plastic pitch, which oh, wasn't, yeah. wasn't the greatest when it was new, but by this stage was looking a bit threadbare, yeah. like, <laughs> like an old carpet, you know, yeah. knackered old yeah. carpet. And um, it was quite a terrible game. It was nil-nil, I think, to the dying seconds. I think Oldham scored with about five minutes left. Yeah. I was in the Oldham end. I thought, if I'm going to enjoy this, I want to be in with the Herberts and, well, the, and the I, singers. I, I want regretted, to enjoy it It's always good to sit with the away yeah. fans because it's a bit more fun. And I regretted that on Saturday. I wish I'd sat with the Port Vale fans, especially as they had a big protest as well. All right, they're kicking off about the owner, Kicking off about the owner. But it wasn't a great game, but no. it's always good to go and also support lower yeah. league football. You either feel better about your team and, and your yeah. match day experience or you think, oh, you know, blimey. Uh, this could have been better. But the, sec- so, the second half, yeah, I had, I had, the game was a bit boring, so I put uh, I put these, a different game on in my headphones. <laughs> so you had a slightly odd thing of watching one game and listening to another. It's a bit weird. So it was a little bit weird. So let yeah. us know. I took in a game. Was it? Uh, maybe it was a kind of absolute classic. Maybe it was one of the great games as you were just passing through, or maybe it absolutely stunk. But anything memorable from that game you took in? And yeah. sometimes it's that you know. Certainly, if you uh, support a, a Premier League side. And you kind of you go down the pyramid. Um, it can be a bit of blimey. I'm not in Kansas anymore. No, Toto. <laughs> yeah, it, it could, yeah, it's a bit of a shocker, isn't it? Um, but sometimes you, you can think, oh, this is what football used to be like. This is yeah. what I, this is what I wanted. So let us know this afternoon if you took in a game. Talksport.com forward slash H and J. Text to eight ten eighty nine. Tweet for TSH and J. Uh, other uh, gigs for sarcastic ball boy. You think he? If, if, I think you can see him in about sort of a, a, when they bring back celebrity. He's get his big own brother. panel. He'll have, he'll have yeah. his own panel show. Celebrity Big Brother will be back, and they'll all walk in. Uh, what yeah. about? Oh, I was in uh, Made in Chelsea. What about you? Oh, I, nice to meet. You. I'm sarcastic ball boy. <laughs> Remember five years ago. <laughs> Ball boy clapped sarcastically and Jurgen Klopp went up and had a chat. He'll be yeah, yeah, yeah. Sat- that was me. That was me. I was sarcastic. Sat next to that guy who, who, with Steven Gerrard did the 
did the handshake. Oh, yeah, yeah, He's probably yeah. 26 by he now. He probably is now. They'll have a night of a thousand, yeah, <laughs> night of a thousand ball boys, one of those <laughs> evenings. Please welcome to the stage. <laughs> the well, handshake the one boy. who had the ball wrenched from his hand by, was it Eden Hazard? I can't remember. <laughs> yeah. You know, that's something yeah. like that. Let's have night of a thousand. If, come on, let's, let's get night of a thousand memorable <laughs> ball, ball people. Boys. If there is uh, if there is such a thing. Talksport.com, technical, blimey, we've thrown enough at you there. Yeah. You're doing more work than we are. <laughs> that's fair enough. <laughs> the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from Talksport. I was alerted by our old mate Lee Burcham, Talksport listener, and uh, a non-league football figure uh, today. That uh, a number of you may have seen this. It's gone viral uh, on the Bulldog Town FC uh, Twitter feed of their game at the weekend. Uh, on 30 minutes, um, it, it, it informs us that a, a bird has just yeah. Let's say poo, shall we? Relieve, spare... Relieved itself. Yeah, we'll, we'll spare the websites, but it's not what they said. Oh. Um, on our goalkeeping coach, and then just left it there. <laughs> then then another, after 31 minutes, lovely pass there by. So that's just an extra bit of information. So whenever that happens, you think, oh, that's lucky. Definitely very lucky. Um, but it wasn't uh, lucky, unfortunately, with Baldock Town. And he was the man. He's cleaned himself up now. Goalkeeping coach for Baldock Town FC, uh, Roy Ryle. Good afternoon, Roy. Good afternoon. Good show as usual. Thank you very much, Roy. You um, so there you were. Mind your own business. This was in the dugout, though. So uh, no, no. What it was was uh, I've just come back from a knee operation, right. and um, I was on crutches. And mm. It's the first time I've come out to watch the game since uh, I've had my operation, and uh, I just sort of managed to get behind the goal to watch it from there, just to watch their keeper. And um, all of a sudden, about thirty minutes, in, all of a sudden it's black. Right on the top of my head. On the top of your head? Right there. Yeah, yeah. So I thought, oh, what's that? So I sort of looked up and sort of rubbed my hand and I thought, no. And it was just a big lump yeah. of, uh, yeah, of, of uh, guano, I believe it's called. <laughs> so how did, did did people spot this? Did you tell somebody or did they? Yeah, did ever... the lads were, uh, two of the lads were warming up just alongside for me. And I just said to one of them, I said, uh, you ain't going to believe this. Bloody birds just... Uh, <laughs> On my head. On my head. Yeah. <laughs> and and um, yeah. he said, oh, that's good luck, that is. And I said, like, yeah, yeah, that's all right. And uh, obviously, two minutes later, I think it was, Harvard had equalised. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then went on from there to win the game. Um, we had a bit more trouble with the referee. He sent our manager off for nothing, really. Oh, all he nothing. did was told him to run the game properly. Oh. Um, and he came over and said, do you say anything else again? He said, you'll walk. He said, yeah, run the game properly. And then sent him off. So <laughs> this, this bird poo wasn't that lucky, really. Oh dear. Now, Bulldog Town have been in the t- in the uh, news before for their Twitter feed. Do you know this, Paul? Oh no, what and was that you know, for? Do you know this, Roy? Last season or two seasons yeah, ago? Now, the 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 guy who did the twi- Twitter feed two seasons ago, Liam Kenner, had to yeah, suddenly stop. Well. Had to suddenly stop doing the Twitter feed because he had to go on. Oh yes, <laughs> that does <laughs> ring a bell. That does ring a he bell. He had to go. On. So who was who was doing the Twitter feed Saturday? He was doing it again Saturday. Right. Yeah, he's um, he's just come. Well, he just come back off holiday, and uh, while he was on holiday, this is a bit funny. He was dancing with his uh, wife to be, and um, this other lady bumped into him, and uh, he's now in crutches, same as me, and he's probably got a major knee operation. Oh wow, blimey! And this bird, it's it's it's, it's like the harbinger <laughs> of doom, isn't it? Wherever it is, same one. Yeah. <laughs> Who were the opposition at the week? Who were the opposition at the weekend? Harpenden. Harpenden. I'm just yeah. wondering because we saw a drone on the pitch at, uh, at, at Pompey the other day, and that kind of turned their fortune. I wonder if this is a radio-controlled pigeon drone 
that Arp, well, I mean, I don't think Arpenden would go that far. Would they really? They haven't got that sort of budget, I wouldn't think. No, well, they, they beat, we had 16 games unbeaten run, and um, they've just uh, just knocked us on that. But uh, hopefully on Wednesday we can uh, put that right as we got them again. Yeah. How is the so South Midlands Premier League going this season, Roy? Well, if we'd have started off the way we've been over the last 16 games, I think we would have been pushing for promotion. Um, it just we had a bad start at the beginning of the season. And it sort of left us behind a bit. But if we win all our games, I'm sure we can finish at least fourth. Oh. Oh, so, chow uh, after the game, was it? Oh, I mean, because you, you, got, you got your leg in no, plaster, did you say? I just went into the toilet and um, sort of just washed my hair. A <laughs> 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 little down, then looked around, there's no towels. I tried to dry myself underneath a heater. <laughs> It's getting worse like a Mr Bean episode. It doesn't paint a glamorous picture. Yeah. It didn't start off well with Arsenal losing as well. So, well, not losing, drawing. Well, yeah, it might have felt like a loss. Might have felt like a loss, yeah. It didn't to me, of course, as a Tottenham fan. It always felt like a victory. Do you know where this superstition is? Because one of the boys, you said, oh, that's lucky, that is. Do you know where it comes from, this superstition? It's Turkish. No, I don't know. Oh, is it? Turkish superstition. It's based on the rare odds of it actually... Uh, happening because if you think about it, there are so many birds in the sky. Uh, they yeah. always argue that basically being well, what happened to you was equivalent of winning the lottery. Not as not as much fun, of course. <laughs> I wish I won the lottery. <laughs> it does. They often say, you know, it's uh, if if that happens to you, that's such a rare thing. It's it should be lucky, um, but clearly not. Hope is that you got top. You got feet. you got top of the league on on. Saturday, I see. Boldock Town, Tring Athletic this Saturday. That's great knowledge, Charles. It's yeah, almost like you yeah. looked... Did you know that? No, I just know. I'm As just a talking ha- fan. I have encyclopedic knowledge. You keep an eye on all the leagues that you may end up in. <laughs> yeah, you never know. Yeah. Yeah. We'll go down and down until we're playing you. I don't think we get in the South Midlands. Well, no, you may struggle. Tr- Tring, are they they're running away with it by the looks of things? Yeah, I think I think Biggleswade uh, FC have got a few games in hand. So it's going to oh, be very right. close. Uh, it's going to be very interesting over the next few weeks. Mm. Obviously, uh, I think Biggles Way, because they had a good run in the FA um, bars, they've sort of got a lot of games to catch up as well. But mm. you'd rather have the points in the bag, I suppose, um, with, Big, uh, with Tring and Hadley are up there as well. And then hopefully if we can win our games, we'll be up there with them as well. Now, uh, keep on, that pigeon don't come back. He's not, he's not circling no, the it. stadium. <laughs> the, uh, just quickly, our old mutual friend, Lee Burcham, uh, tells me that when you were manager of Langford, Roy, um, yeah. Your team got a pen in injury time, and you brought yourself on to take it. Is this true? <laughs> big, big yeah, glory, big glory, boy. That isn't it. Well, yeah, we were we were six nil, we were six nil up. Right at the time, it wasn't mm. like closed, and uh, I t- I took the lad off. He was on uh, a goal bonus. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear me! Really. Yeah, so it was all in like he was still joking about and everything yeah. like that. But uh, yeah, I mean, if, if it's a bit tight, I wouldn't have done it. But uh, I did apologise to Buckingham's uh, manager, and he said I would have done the same. Yeah, and did did you score it? I take it you didn't. I you? did score it. Yeah, did score it. And then about ten minutes later, I got booked for a bad tackle and <laughs> got myself injured. I, I think I went off. You're like the you're like the complete opposite, the mirror image of Kepa Aritha Beliga. <laughs> Brilliant, Roy. Look, good to talk to you. You're a good sport. Thanks for coming on. And yeah, keep yeah. keep your eyes over that pigeon. If it, as long as he doesn't come back, you could win the league. Who knows? Yeah. Could I just announce that we're having a players reunion at Bulldog? Oh, yeah. um, it's uh, in aid of Heart Foundation. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's going to be on the 13th of April at Arlesley Football Club. 
it's our last home game of the season, and that's sort of, it's players, club members, um, committee, anyone welcome. If anyone knows and can pass it on to other players, then that would be much appreciated. Fantastic. Brilliant. No, be right, no, yep. no pigeons, though. No, definitely no, not, no pigeons, not invited. No. It'll, it'll, be, be around, <laughs> it'll, be, it'll be indoors. <laughs> Cheers, Roy. All the best. Cheers, Thank Roy. you. Thanks a lot. Bye. Roy Rowell there, the goalkeeping coach for Bulldog Town, knew that Turkish superstition proved wrong. Anyway. You bring yourself on, wouldn't you, Paul? What, to There's take a, a penalty, pen at the penalty end. in the last a five minutes? Yeah. Well, you've got to be tempted, haven't you? Especially as a goal bonus. If you could buy, if you suddenly <clears throat> won the Euro Millions. Yes. And you I could, could buy any You could buy Spurs. Right. I, can't, I, can't, I, could, right. I don't know if I could buy Spurs <laughs> with a Euro. Could, right, just, not with the money Daniel Levy's going to want. Say you became Bill Gates. And you oh, could, yeah, yeah. Right. You could, uh, would you, Quite a long road, that. Would you it? sign yourself up as a player and bring yourself on? No, no. I'd, I'd just bring the average down. I mean, Gary, <laughs> Gary Doherty, the old Spurs centre-half, used to play uh, as Spurs on championship manager. And he was having <laughs> such a bad season, he dropped himself. <laughs> so you've got to be reasonable. So you, that's on championship, mate. You're not going to do it in your own uh, in real life. I'd, I'd, anyway. I'd 100% bring myself on. Yeah, you, we have, you know, with respect, that's <laughs> Torquay. Um <laughs> There's not a great deal of respect in there, but oh. you know what I mean. No. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Well, we think we finally got the bottom of that confusion. My confusion was normally in a nearest the pin competition when someone says 265,680, as Brian did in our yeah. competition, yeah. the person nearest the pin goes one higher or one lower. We don't normally get involved in intricate. Uh, addition and subtraction. What I thought Nick was saying was 265,257, which wouldn't have made him nearer the pin. It appears, though, our top team have listened back to it, our team of adjudicators, and he is saying 257,000 in their eyes, uh, which meant he was further away once they'd done the maths. And Brian, indeed, yeah. was the winner. Higher, so, higher or lower tomorrow, yeah, just, I reckon. Just Paul. generally, though, if you're in the nearest the pin competition, just go one <laughs> higher, just go one lower. You don't get anything more for being 
Uh, well, he, he messed himself up there effectively, <laughs> didn't he? Because he was lower, but he was too low, Nick. He's learned a valuable lesson. I think, I think we, we should, all have. I think we should let it go. I think we all have. I think what the, that we'll take and, the frozen amendment. What are that and Stoffel Van Dorn? It's been a, <laughs> it's been a joy. I'll tell you who's enjoyed it today, though, is the uh, sarcastic ball boy. Sarcastic ball boy. <laughs> As we walk out of the game, well done, lads. Great competition. <laughs> Sarcastic ball boy has left Jurgen Klopp and he's in a fast car getting down to talk sport. So, yeah, uh, well done, Brian. Great well competition, done, boys. He could be outside Nick's house saying, yeah, nearest the pin, Nick. Well done, mate. Sarcastic ball boy there. Plenty of work for him today uh, on talk sport. So um, let's move on then to the world. Let's talk about pasties. Let's Paul. talk about pasties. Uh, that's, uh, and the World Pasty Championships took place uh, at the Eden Project uh, over the weekend. Yeah. And um, we're going to find out more because called in uh, as a judge uh, was Steve Double, the uh, the MP uh, for uh, St. Austell and Newquay. Good afternoon, Steve. Good afternoon. Wow, what a, what a great honour to be called in. Uh, to the, is this the first time you've judged? Uh, no, it's not. I, I think it's the fourth or fifth time I've been a judge at the uh, World Pasty Championships. But clearly there's no greater... Thing for a, a local Cornish boy no. to be a judge in, in those championships. Yeah, I'm uh, thrilled to see you are actually Cornish as well. So, absolutely, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Good. Born in Saint Austo, in fact. Yeah, correct. Fantastic. Yeah. So, what what were you looking for? What what, what what were you looking for, Steve, in, in these top pasties? Well, I must admit, I'm a bit of a traditionalist when it comes to a good pasty. I don't like to mess about with any of these newfangled uh, ingredients and things. I like, you know, it's got to be good beef, potato, onion. And uh, and Swede and a good uh, crispy pastry and mm-hmm. a good crimp on it that you yeah. can, you can get your teeth into. Yeah, correct. Finally, agreeing with a Cornishman. Yeah, oh, well, I'm, I'm a Devonshireman, uh, Steve. So uh, oh, well, yeah. I, if, if you'd said you, 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 you carrots there, I'd have been 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 disaster. <laughs> and of course, uh, I know you agree with me. It is cream on first. Uh, no, <laughs> and I, also in Devon, you crimp your pasties the wrong way. You oh, do it's it the wrong way, the, is it? What's, what's that about? I mean, yeah. You know. You can, Be- you can hear the edge. Better grip. Better can grip. The, can you hear the edge in this? Yeah. <laughs> so I've never paid to get over the bridge, so I don't yeah. know. I've got pasty history here. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it was the pasty was first identified in 1300 in Devon. Apparently in Devon. Yeah. Although uh, Nick well, has just phoned in, said, is, "Is it higher or lower than 1300?" <laughs> and he went 1122 for some reason. Only wanted one it's lower. A, it's a Devonshire. Um, it's a Devonshire invention, isn't it, Steve? Well, rumour has it that it was first. Invented in in Devon. What, what, what we would like to say is that we perfected it and then made it famous the world over. So All Devon right. may have made the first effort at it, but yeah. we have definitely perfected the art. Yeah. You right. got it wrong, and they and they they improved on All it. All right, yeah. Uh, popping amongst Cornish miners. That's where we kind of pick it up, isn't it? Because uh, in the nineteenth century, they say, well, and of course, it was it was the, the Harvey Harvey thing, wasn't it? They well, there's the two. Same. There's two stories now. There's the tin miners. So they they say that you'd have the uh, you'd hold the crust, yeah, and then you drop right. that you drop the crust with the tin dust all over it to to kill the rats. Right. That was one element, and there's also the one in the fields where they'd put a bit of jam on the on the crust, yeah, and that would be the pudding. Okay, so well, you'd have your you'd have your pasty bit, and then on the on the crust would be some jam for their pudding. Is that right, Steve? 
Uh, yeah, I mean, there are lots of uh, lots of speculation about the history, but clearly one is that you, there used to be a, a savoury end and a sweet end, so that you had a full meal in, in one go and yeah. you would eat your way through the savoury and then have the sweet bit at, at the end. And, uh, yeah, I've never tried one of those, but apparently that's that's what they used to do. So uh, the winners, uh, I said they were second, um, or they were in the open, so the open savoury, they were second, but they, Rose were the winners of the, Ooh, the yeah. Cornish Absolutely. pasties. Yeah. yeah. Where's Ivor, was yeah, Ivor I mean, Doodney there? Lots of different sections for companies and professional chefs and amateurs and the junior sections. Really good to get the, the youngsters involved yeah. in as well. Uh, but, yeah, the the overall winner was, was Rose, uh, a good good Cornish bakeries that, I have to say, do make a good pasty. Yeah. Some of the different flavours uh, that were uh, that were available in the championships were quite – some of the ones that, that, that uh, got on the shortlist. Uh, somebody from Plymouth, Charlie, yeah. came up right. second in the Open Savoury Amateur All right, yeah. with uh, beer and spaghetti pasty. Yeah, did you get a chance to try that, Steve? I didn't try that one. I did try a few weird and wonderful uh, combinations. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there was a, a sort of Thai red curry one and, and, and various other. But I'd say the worst one was mm. there was a seaweed, the one sort of a <laughs> beach forage one yeah. that seaweed and it literally just tasted of rotten sweet seaweed. Oh. I'm very sorry whoever made that one but that really was not very pleasant. F- fishermen have got to uh, eat there something. Were of, there were lots of very good ones as well. Yeah, yeah cool. Good. Basically seaweed in a, in a, that doesn't say, yeah, I'm not sure. Steve, my dad, my dad tells me um, when he was a boy people used to go into pubs and sell badger ham. Um, <laughs> That's a Frank Zappa <laughs> album, isn't it? <laughs> have you ever heard of this, Steve? Badger ham? Like, because I know uh, they do roadkill pasties, don't they? They do like pheasant and that right. sort of stuff. But he used to say people used to boil, boil up a, a dead badger <laughs> and eat that, sell the ham in pubs. Is, you, you never heard of this, Steve? Listen, what you get up to in Devon in the weekend is your own business. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to get into that. Yeah. Um, I think I'm on dodgy ground here as, a, as, as an MP and badges. So I think I'll, that is true. I'll try, <laughs> I'll true. try to get that one. Turkey and cranberry was the winner in the open savoury. Um, yeah. I see. Yeah. Oh, I don't, yeah, I don't yeah, think yeah. any of these tastes deserve the name pasty. I think, think a pasty should... is a pasty, and everything else that's, is just that's a... exactly my view. Yeah, that yeah, is exactly my view. Stick to the traditional way. Do that well, and you're on the winner. Start messing about with the flavours. I, 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 oh, yeah. I mean, you can't, can't really call it. I mean, the pasty is protected now. You know, as, as, as an identifiable uh, uh, food product. Uh-huh. To, you know, identified with Cornwall, yeah. and it does stipulate what should go in a Cornish pasty. So anything else, I'm afraid, doesn't qualify in my book. Wow. Gentlemen, I, 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 you know, about your knowledge, but Don McKeever from Bristol would disagree because right. he gave us in the open savoury amateur, he gave us butter chicken, butternut squash, yeah. and mushroom pasty that's from Bristol. That's Northerners yeah. for you. Oh. That's right. That's Northerners that's for you. They just right. turn up, come down to our level, and they try and bring their butter chicken in. <laughs> All, all very lovely, but I'm afraid it's not a pasty. It's not yeah. a pasty, my love. Brilliant. No. Well, well done. Great pleasure to talk to you, Steve. Uh, thank you very much. It. It's, it's, it was great to catch up on the, Cheers, on the event. There well, we are. Maybe next year you'll have to come down and, we, and, yeah. And, and, yeah. and see it. Well, well, I'd, like that. Gun, I'd love to be. I mean, it's a dream of mine to be involved. Send so, the people know, from Brizzle back with a flea in their ear, the way you just <laughs> did then. Thank you, Steve. There's Steve Double there, the MP, Conservative MP for St. Austin, Newquay. Uh, Billy Deakin was the Cornish pasty amateur. Well done to you, Billy. Yeah, that's a good name. Um, egg bacon and sausage pasty, Jill Martin. I like the sound Not of that. pasty. The open savoury professional. I Not noticed she's from Kent. Jill, I noticed Jill Martin's from Kent with yeah, the egg, egg bacon and sausage pasty. So she got first and not third. Not a pasty. She got first and third in the open savoury professional. Yeah. Well um, done, Jill, but not a pasty. Cheese, apple and an onion. Yeah. 
Not a bastard. I know what you're going to say. I'm not guessing you're going to say. It's my new catchphrase. Yeah, that's not a pasty. Charlie, come along and see Charlie. Not a pasty baker. Not a pasty baker. Uh, in concert. So there we are. Uh, everything you need to know. It's very against brand, but I can't eat them anymore because I'm gluten free. Just not through choice. And but they do a gluten free pasty, but you have to order it two hours in advance. Really? Who wants a pasty in two hours? <laughs> <laughs> you want one now? That's that's true. I I've ordered got, one at Paddington. I said, "What you do? Go in a new key for it." Uh, yeah, I have the future munchies. Why does it take them two <laughs> yeah. hours? Oh, I don't know. They have to. Oh, who knows why? Oh, what a shame! Know. I mean, that shame. was a staple, wasn't it for oh, you? What a great shame, too Charlie. Many, perhaps too many, Paul. You've been listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs daily podcast hear the guys every weekday between 1 and 4 p.m on talk sport there we are that was this afternoon show you're you're off tomorrow aren't you? off tomorrow but wednesday thursday friday in Fantastic. there all week Paul. yeah uh tomorrow we'll have the uppers and downs uh live football the shrovetide tuesday football That's from exciting. ashbourne that sounds exciting yeah. in derbyshire and uh andy smart will be right among it and we'll have a book are. club talk about donald mccray's uh, fine boxing books and lots of other stuff besides pancakes so, no Probably not. Not, no, with, right. not with those, you know. Little stove in the studio? I think they've got those kind of alarms, and if you start cooking in the studio, it's a, it's a, bit, a bit risky. You're leaving on Wednesday, yeah. so I wouldn't worry about it. That's true. Flood the studio. That's not a bad point, actually. We're going to do it. Miles will do it there. It's going to go, go big. Yeah, that's true. All right, we will. We'll make pancakes live in the studio. Yeah. Uh, have a great evening. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 